All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Oh, it's going so well. It's Black Friday, Jake. We're recording on Black Friday, listeners, Jake and I. I can't believe that we are sacrificing our shopping time to talk to you. Jake, have you been out shopping? Uh, no, it hasn't. The fact that I can't uh, get five Vin Diesel DVDs for $4 or whatever they're standing in line for makes me want to trample myself to death. So those of you who are dying out there in the cold to get cheap electronics know that your deaths are not in vain. There you go. I'm actually going out. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't know why we would have. But uh, we're going to go out at like 3, 4 p.m. Because the clothes deals, like everything is 40% off clothes at Target. And there are other places that have like 60%. You know, like all the crazy deals on clothes don't end. You know, you get the door busters that are, we have three TVs for $5 and everybody fights yeah. over those three. So if you go out at 3 p.m. or 4 p.m., the crowds are like a normal Friday or Saturday and you still get all the deals and, you know, you don't have to deal with bullshit. So that's when we're going out. Well, yeah, if you're actually going to leave the house to do shopping when it's going to be that busy as far as people at the mall or whatever, clothing sort of makes sense to me because my whole thing with, with not going out today is just buy it online. Yeah, Unless yeah. Unless it's one I get of that the too. five, like you said, uh, that – Five people are going to fight over and die and whatever. Um, yeah, you're you're not actually going to get the doorbuster things, and so most of it you can just buy it online. Um, clothing though makes sense. You, you, buying clothing online to me seems kind of weird unless you really know your size with that specific brand, or you're because getting a T-shirt. Kinda... You're just getting a T-shirt. Yeah, or something. yeah, it, it, something like that, you know. But. Um, as far as everything else, what I think would be a funny YouTube video, and I'm, I'm sure someone's done something like this before, is to go up to people waiting in line and figure out what they're actually waiting for product-wise. I think you mentioned this. Maybe we did talk Black Friday last week, because I think I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. Yeah, just ask what they're looking for, and then ask the price that, that it's listed at, and then get on eBay and Amazon right in front of them, and show that you can get it just as cheap, if not cheaper, online than you can at black friday online prices are fucking nuts man yeah um i i don't know if you ever remember this but when the playstation 3 came out or 4 i don't remember which one i think it was the 3 i think it was the yeah it wasn't the 4 there were there were kids that were when you said go see people waiting in line um people would go in not people, but like two people. They posted videos online. They went in, they got the PlayStation, and took it out to the line and smashed it in front of everybody. Like they just wasted their four hundred and fifty dollars. Really? Yeah, smashing the PlayStation. That's awesome. Showing people like, ha ha, I got one of the. Because if you remember when the PlayStation came out, uh, there were limited quantities. They didn't realize the demand, so each store got like three or five or something stupid. So really? you had these huge lines waiting for rain checks and tickets and when are we getting more. So, so uh, I know there were at least two two separate videos where people went in, got a hold of a PlayStation, and then went and smashed it in front of everybody else. That's awesome. You think it's awesome? I think it's just, I don't care. I, it doesn't make me angry. Some people were angry like, how dare they? I just, you know... There's so many other things I would rather do with $450. I don't care how rich I am. I could find something better to do with $450. You got to wait like a year, year and a half. If if, if you want to like upgrade to the next video game, whatever, 
you, you got to wait until A, it gets cheaper, and the bug, B, the bugs get worked out anyway. You know? well, that's what I'm doing. Like, um, I just start, like, I think it was a month or two ago, uh, they, they said, and I, when they say they, I can't remember who the rock star, I forget. Um, they announced the next Grand Theft Auto is coming out next year. So I started setting money aside for the PlayStation 4, which has been out two years already, or maybe even three. But I'm going to buy my PlayStation 4 next year when I buy Grand Theft Auto. And I'm already saving for it. So that's how I do it, is I just wait until I absolutely need it. Cause there's yeah, you're going to get it for like half the fucking price, too, man. Yeah, well, it started at four fifty five hundred dollars right that's now black friday it's not in sale for three two ninety nine and by next year it'll probably be two ninety nine again i don't see it going much lower than that but i'd rather you know it's still or yeah i mean if you, if you get it used at like uh video game stores i, I mean I, i'd be a little bit worried about like a whole council getting it used but if, if you get it used at like a store like a GameStop, something like that, you'll probably be able to take it back and be like, hey, yeah. this is fucked up, if it's fucked up. Don't buy it on Craigslist, obviously. Right, yeah, it's, it's when you get it's, it's when you get one of those like first few where people were turning it on and it was like growing legs and eating their dog or whatever, <laughs> so they had to like recall everything. Right, right, uh, right. You, you'll get one of them bottles. Like you said, you want to wait till the bugs get worked out. That's why... I- I'm kind of interested in the Apple Watch, not really, but if I were interested, I wouldn't buy it until two years from now. And same thing with iPhones. I have an iPhone 5. I got an iPhone 5 when the iPhone 6 came out. I got an iPhone 5 or a 4 when the 5 came out. I I always buy it a generation behind because it's so much cheaper, and by then it's all kink-free. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, speaking of technology, I want to talk to you. I actually met someone in person, someone I've known online for several years, a very nice woman, and I told her I was going to talk about her on the podcast, so I got permission. I'm not going to use her name, but I didn't know she did this till we met in person. She showed up in Iowa uh, with a friend for a funeral, and we, we got to hang out, and I didn't know. she. I knew she lived in Pennsylvania. She lives in Dutch country, Pennsylvania, and for extra cash on the side, she drives Amish people around. No shit. Yes, and I knew you would like that. So we talked. It's awesome. And so it's like you said, she helps people sin. She helps people find the end around to their religion. Like you said you wanted to do, we should start a business. Like, you know, we'll turn on the light switch for you. All that. And she had several fascinating stories about the Amish that, I mean, first of all, they're such huge hypocrites. She didn't say, she was very nice. I'm translating, right, right. saying that they're, they're liars. She was like, well, you know, they just, but obviously, like, I don't want to give away too much information. And again, the obvious joke is it's not like the Amish are going to hear this. Ha ha ha. But, um, so someone needs to go for a medical, um, appointment once a week or something like that. And she takes that person. And if she shows up too early, like one time they were building a barn or a house or whatever Amish people do. And the guy sort of conned her and said, Hey, uh, I'm here helping build this barn and I've got to go get my toolkit you've got like 10 minutes to wait for this medical person that you're going to take this person. It would take me a half an hour by horse and buggy. Do you think she's like, fine, you know, like she didn't get any extra money out of it, but they're obviously taking advantage. Fucking honest folks. Yeah. They're just like, could you, could you just run me down the road to my house? So I don't have to hook up the horse and the cart. Like they take full advantage of technology. And here, here are my uh, two favorite stories very quick. One, obviously I would, I would have done it, but I would have read him. 
I, I, I would have like opened up and, and read out loud a Richard Dawkins book the entire <laughs> way. You know what I mean? Audio book. Let me just put it on the audio book. The, Don't to, even read to it. To the Lord and Savior Dawkins. And, and I would have just fucking read it like scripture. Put in a Christopher Hitchens audiobook, something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know enough about the Amish to speak, you know, completely accurately, but there are certain, like you said, when you helped your roommate, there are certain bullshit things where they can't have certain technology under their roof. So what the Amish do is they build like a shed, quote, a phone booth is what it would be, in between several houses so they can all go use the phone. It's not under their roof. They don't own the phone, so it's technically not their phone, but it's a community love, phone, so yeah, it's okay. People find loopholes in their own crazy little religions. Exactly. Like, no one's thing. making you fucking do this shit. You realize that. That's the best part. Yeah, like, if you want to use a phone, just use a phone. Don't find a way to make an excuse like, okay, we built a shed. It's 100 yards from the house. It's equal distance from the neighbor's house. So, But, yeah, that's how they do it is they all use one phone because they understand, shit, medical emergency. We need to call the ambulance, which we're not allowed to ride. It's just funny. And here the, there are two other stories, but I'll, I'll get you um, – I'll tell you one quickly and let you – it's not even a story – but uh, remember what you said you liked about the Amish religion? When they turn 18, they can have their sabbatical and they run off and do whatever yeah, they want. Yeah, yeah, Rumsfeld or, or whatever that's called. <laughs> Rumsfeld. <laughs> the sacred showing of the uh, it's the Donald Rumsfeld. Yes. Well, she said that the overwhelming majority of them, and she didn't give me a percentage, but she said it was really, really high. Yeah. Do not do that because if they do. They're ostracized. It's one of those things where really? the elders say, sure, you can go off and do this, but you better fucking not, because if you do, we will hate you. And she said, it's so rare for anyone to leave the Amish religion, because if they do go out and sow their oats and do whatever, and they decide, I'm going to leave the religion, they lose everything. Their families, it's not like they can show up yeah. at Christmas and go, hey, I'm back, are you still being, you know, they just right, get completely right. they're, they're carved like, out of done. society. They're, yeah. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way, that kind of thing. Exactly. So I thought you'd find that interesting that, sure, they're allowed to go do it, but they are, you know, heavy-handed, thumb-down, told, sort of, you know, forced not to. Like, you can, but you better fucking not. Which is kind of funny and sad at the same time. Do you think that varies from Amish community to Amish community? Though, yes. As far yes, as like, it how does. it looks down. That's, that's what I'm wondering. because Yes, because she told me a couple stories about parenting and the Amish in the South and the Amish in Pennsylvania. Like, I can't yeah. even go into But she did tell me differences in Amish communities. So maybe that is one. Dude, I, I actually just came back from uh, Pennsylvania. That's where I went for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. What were you, what, uh, where in Pennsylvania? I was by uh, Penn State. It was, it was it was close to there, small town. Okay, little uh, little boy fucking place, right? Isn't that where uh, Sandusky? Yeah, yeah. I actually stopped by the little boy fucking gift shop. Uh, <laughs> you want to see a dark uh, chamber of horrors? You go to the little boy fucking gift shop. I didn't realize just how cool people were with that at Penn State. You know what I mean? I thought it was just a few people in the football program. No, no, no. Whole goddamn community loves that stuff. Oh yeah, they they flipped the fuck out when they. Like, when the shit hit the fan, there were hardcore people that said, no, no, say it ain't so, Joe. Like, it's it's fine, Joe Paterno. They, um, they thought it was, like, don't punish the football team for anything. But the majority said, okay, maybe we should be punished a little. And then, like, a year or two later, they reinstated everything. They put the statue back. Like, once it stopped being in the headlines, they quietly went back 
and reinstated everything. Like, okay, now that nobody's looking at us, we still love football more than well, we, we didn't tear down the Joe Paterno statue Saddam Hussein style and yeah, break just, it apart. It just, we just threw know, a we, sheet over it. We threw a tarp over it, wheeled it over here. It's back up. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, back to the Amish very quickly. The other story I wanted to tell you, I thought this was interesting. It goes back to not being allowed to leave the religion without losing everything. So I'm, I didn't get enough of the story to ask the, the end questions like, why didn't she just go home? But apparently there was a woman who converted to being Amish or she fell in love with an Amish guy. And so she became Amish, got married, but then he abused her, beat the shit out of her or something. But the community, the elders wouldn't let them get divorced. So that, because there's no such thing as divorce. And again, why she couldn't just take her kids and run back to her old life. I don't know. But what they did was the elders said, all right, it's obviously not good that he hits you. So they built her a house next to his house so they could remain married but not live together. And this is the part of the story I like. They took the guy and beat the unholy shit out of him as to teach him a lesson like, oh, you hit your wife? Well, here, we're going to beat the shit out of you. There, don't ever do it again. So it's kind of yeah. like, I, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I disagree with the not allowing divorce or making them stay married even if they live in separate houses. That's all bullshit. But a community that says, oh, you hit your wife? Well, let's kick the shit out of you now, asshole. That, that I approve of. Yeah, that's cool. It, it seems like there's too many of that. Um, too many in, like, really, really religious, uh, I don't know, communities who just kind of turn the other way on uh, domestic abuse. But... It's cool they actually did something. They they, they found Amish loophole to uh, end domestic abuse. I support I support that kind of hypocrisy. Yeah, don't uh, no violence, anti-violence unless it's to protect a woman. Then we beat the shit out of the guy. I, that's a good loophole. But yeah, you, that's good stuff. You want to talk about relieving religion? I don't think we talked about this on the podcast. Did you hear in the news of the mass exodus? And when I say mass, I looked at the news story. It was like two three thousand people tops of the Mormon religion in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I haven't. I, did I we talk I about it on the podcast? No, I don't they had think we to did, file. Dude. I forgot about that until now. I was going to read yeah, up. Yeah, they had to go through lawyers. They had to fill paperwork. They can't just decide, I'm not going to be a Mormon anymore. They actually had to get lawyers and present paperwork, and the Mormon religion dude, actually set up. I can't wait for the Netflix documentaries that are going to be coming out in like six months to a year. Holy shit. I know, but I mean, the, the Mormons, they set up folding tables for processing plants like, okay, turn in your paperwork, you know, turn in your magic underwear. I mean, like you just said, I, we don't know enough about it to talk about, but what kind of religion makes you file paperwork to leave? Well, I think... Have you seen the, doc, the documentary Going Clear about Scientology? Yeah, I did. I, I actually didn't really think that much of it because I had already read several. It was sort of like a confirmation of what I had already known, so it didn't... It didn't enlighten me in any way because we had Murkovich on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's true. It, I, I thought it. it I, I liked read it as much about it, but I mean, yeah, it it definitely had stuff that. Yeah, again, we kind of talked about on the podcast. It was in some of the stuff when we were researching it, but uh, very quickly, it, listeners, um, if you didn't hear those, we did a three part series on Scientology. Um, God, I can't tell you the names right now, but they should be listed. If you go back and search, you'll just find the ones that say Scientology. Uh, maybe next week I can look it up and give you exact numbers or put it at the end of this if I look it up. But, yeah, we did a three-part series with someone that dabbled in Scientology and had a 
was his girlfriend a Scientologist? And that's why he sort of looked into it. But we had someone that had inside knowledge on Scientology do a three-part series on the podcast, if you are wondering what we're talking about right now. Sorry to interrupt you, Jake. Uh, continue. Yeah, no worries, man. Um, it's, it's a good one for the listeners to listen to. No, it just it, it kind of reminds me a lot of of Mormonism because Mormonism it's it, it sort of I feel like it portrays itself to other people, namely other Christians, as yes, this is just another sect of Christianity. Mormonism is to the rest of Christianity, like Mormonism is to Lutheranism what i don't know evangelical is to protestant you know what i mean yeah that kind of thing when really if you look at a lot of the stuff they believe in like no there's there's a really fucking weird left turn that that religion takes compared to the rest of christianity with this joseph smith stuff and uh weird shit of it like it's it's about aliens and I mean, the Jewish people were from some fucking alien tribe. It's it's, it's weird, man. Well, like Mormonism is Indian. Are you, are you talking Scientology or Mormonism? Because Mormonism, Indian. I'm talking Mormonism. Yeah, Native Americans in Mormonism were uh, Jews cast out of Israel. And their skin yeah. was turned red because of the sin of whatever they did. I have no. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, there's something like when you die, you get your own planet or some shit like that. Mormon is like it's it, there's some there's some crazy shit in there. You know what I mean? Like that was clearly a dude who sort of did the L. Ron Hubbard thing, but he like did it with the Bible. Right. So he's like, yeah, everything in the Bible's true. And then this shit with aliens also happened, yeah. you know? And he well, just started like adding his own shit. In the musical, is like, everything in the Bible is true, and here's part three of the trilogy. Like, you know. Yeah. And, like, it was, it's just fucking nutty. And they, it seems like they don't want to do that. Like, when you hear Mormons on TV, or you see them going door to door, they're not like, let me tell you how to get your own fucking planet when you die. You know? Like, they don't... They don't really go into that. I mean, just like Scientology doesn't really go into the, all the alien shit, and the goofy stuff with L. Ron Hubbard. They're just like, yeah, this is just a religion like anything else, except, you know, ours is real. And they, they kind of do that thing. And it seems like the ones who have that weird shit where, like, here's what's on the surface, and then as you get further and further, we're, we're going to give you weird, goofy-ass information that you, you wouldn't expect. Those are the ones that they're like, whoa, 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 we don't want you just going fucking atheist on us and leaving and going to the outside world because you're going to tell people about the magic underpants of the aliens before we get to slowly do it on our own, you know? And, and it, I, I think that's where a lot of that shit comes in. That's where a lot of the secrecy comes in because they know they're not going to fucking get to recruit a lot of people once the weird alien information gets out. Well, it's like uh, that old... I guess wives' tale, or maybe the that a frog in boiling water. If you turn it up the heat slowly, it won't realize it's boiling to death. Like, and that's what a what sick it, motherfucker that discovered that, right? Yeah, no shit. But that's the thing with these two religions is, yeah, you don't lead with the craziest part. You uh, lead with normal. Like, 
uh, from people I've talked to about Mormonism, they say that, sure, they don't practice the crazy anymore. They just use it as a yeah. set of guidelines for living a good life. And it's like, well, why can't you just do that without the religion aspect? Why can't you just live a good life? And instead of just jettisoning the underpants and planet and all the nonsense, why don't you just jettison 100% of the nonsense? All right. I don't know. And I mean, the same could be could be said about I- any religion, I guess. I mean, there's there's goofy shit in the Bible oh, and yeah. the Quran and the Torah, but that stuff has been socially accepted by everybody enough to where people don't fucking think twice about it. You know, with there's Mormonism and Scientology, it's like new crazy shit that's a lot different than the accepted stuff, and so they gotta let people know about it kind of afterwards. And when people leave, they gotta make sure, like, hey, listen. Don't tell people about our fucking bullshit, you know? Well, and that's, like, the thing, that's why I don't understand Scientology at all. Like, Mormonism is is far enough back to where, yeah, there was written record, and you can prove it's bullshit, but still it's so There's long still ago room that, for legends uh, yeah. and fucking nonsense. Whereas Scientology that, you know? is so new that, like, he made yeah. it up on the spot that there is absolute documentation that Scientology crazy, is nonsense yeah. that... How anybody can still fall for it today, and I, that the the thing, the neat thing about the Going Clear documentary, is they did show that Scientology has peaked. They they showed the um, arena in Los Angeles at its peak when it was packed with ten thousand members and yeah. fireworks and oh everybody's a Scientologist and now they're down to you know they've still grown but it's or they've shrunk but they can't do arena size events anymore. They no. they've got what, 50,000 members worldwide or less? And when you look at it, 50,000 is not a lot. Like, you make the comparison with ISIS all the time. There are 30,000 members in ISIS and 30,000 drunk Santas every Christmas. That's not a lot of members of ISIS. That's not a lot of Scientologists. No, once once you kind of got out, like, what happens once you get a few layers down, I think it was really hurting their, their recruiting, man. I mean, it was just really got into it. And I, I'm wondering if the same thing's going to happen with Mormonism, you know? If, if, if people are just going to be like, wait, what, what sect of Christianity are you trying to convert me to? Oh, the crazy alien one. Right, got it. No, I'm not interested. Right. Well, my, the thing that I thought was interesting is you and I have both seen the Book of Mormon, the musical. That's fucking great. If it, you haven't seen it, you get the chance. Oh, it ha- you have to. It's, it's so good. It's so good. But I, do you remember... When I saw it, and uh, I read this with uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone. Uh, yeah, it's Matt and Trey Parker and Stone. Did I get their last names mixed? I don't know. Either way, um, the playbill. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. playbill when we went um, was all sponsored by Mormon, the Church of Latter-day Saints. They took out all the ads. Like, you're seeing the musical, why not join the church? And oh, I know. Yeah, I think I remember you telling me about yeah. that. That's funny as hell. I, 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 I didn't one, know this. Well, they sort of got it. They're like, you know, they're not. They could either get angry and protest and raise awareness because, like, there's no such thing as bad press. So if you ra- like, oh, the Mormon Church oh, is yeah, mad, dude. If if, if, if I think they, that's that's actually kind of cool that they got that that they realized, like, okay, if if we if we do this, if we fucking get upset about this, and we try to pick it, we do all that. That's the best publicity exactly this play could get like starbucks the other week when the guy was protesting red cups like starbucks got shit tons of free oh, publicity yeah. because the the guy was crying and whining that they didn't say merry christmas which is bullshit because they had a merry christmas coffee right there in the store 
Um, where was I going? It's oh, Christmas so, colors. It was yeah. fucking red and green. Yeah. How it was just plain red, but it was still... Anyway, going back That's to the ridiculous. point, there was a story, and I think we talked about this. We might be being redundant right now. There was one woman that I know of that made the news who saw the Book of Mormon, the musical, and then converted to Mormonism because of it, which I just, I don't know how you do that, <laughs> but she did. Maybe maybe she was thinking about what you were telling me just now. She was going over the playbook. She was like, you know, these, these guys have a sense of humor. They can, uh, yeah, they can, t- they can take a shot on the chin and uh, fuck it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a, a practicing fundamentalist Muslim right now, and I'm tired of getting rocks chucked at my head for showing a little too much ankle on Sundays. These, these Mormon <laughs> fellows might not do that. So it's all relative. That's you know funny. what I'm saying? If all you've had to eat is uh, shit sandwiches all day, then they uh, uh, turkey bacon. BLT is pretty goddamn good. Well, maybe the reason she converted, and I'm going to say spoiler alert right near. If you have, if you have not seen the Book of Mormon, I'm going to give give away the ending, but you can still listen if you haven't seen it because it's not like a surprise twist. It's it's sort of like the Titanic. You know how it's going to end. The Book of Mormon ends with, well, it begins with uh, two missionaries going to Africa to convert people to Mormonism, and what they understand while they're there, or one of they figure out one of them does is that you can't do a literal one-to-one translation given the the segment of Earth they're on. You can't go to Africa and say, no, no, you need to act like Mormons act in America. So what he does is every time he comes up to a problem, he makes it applicable to the African problem. He makes the solution applicable to Africa. So at the end, they've created sort of a new hybrid offshoot of Mormonism to help the Africans, one that they can relate to. And then it sort of shows how religions get started with good intent. Is it bullshit? Sure. But does was he trying to pull the wool over? No, he was just trying to help people to get them to stop doing horrible things. And maybe the person joined Mormonism because that's what she's got out of that. Is like, okay, maybe Mormonism is crazy, but it was founded on the inherent idea that, hey, be good to one another because this book says so. What book? Well, the book I wrote that I dug up in my backyard, the gold play. It's all nonsense, but there is the outside chance it was being done for a good cause. Either that or she really liked the suits, man. I think the guys in the suits turned her on. Well, that too. She was like, where can I hook up with some of these motherfuckers, man? <laughs> no thoughts on what I just said. Fair enough. No, I, I it might have been it. But it, it also kind of went into the play, like, how do we get rid of the religion, uh, but, but still keep the good parts? Right, you know what right, I mean? right. How do we still keep the, uh, at the end of the day, they did send us to Africa to help people. How do we? still keep that kind of good spirit without the uh without the ridiculous stories and all that kind of thing and it's just pretty interesting it, uh, it was really funny but it had interesting thought-provoking things in between the lines also had a lot of stuff that i think they probably got off of a documentary a vice documentary called the cannibal warlords of liberia yeah we've you talked about that? Uh, well yeah you've talked about him numerous times general but fucking naked for uh, the yeah he was a re- actual person you said that they just added fucking to his name but general butt naked real guy in uh libya he was he he ate people uh he had child soldiers and they call him john something now they they called him butt naked because he fought in combat naked and his child soldiers and him would like sacrifice other children and eat their hearts and stuff before battle. And now 
He is a converted evangelical minister, and he goes around preaching the, the good book. Well, because if he can be saved, who can't? Oh, yeah. All right, we're getting close to 30. You got anything you want to close this out with? Uh, or do you want to give the listeners a short one today for Black Friday so they can get back to their shopping, even though we're not I'm, posting I'm good with a short one because, dude, I'm tired as fuck. To get to Pennsylvania yesterday, I we had a, a train that left Penn Station at 5.45 in the morning. I had to wake up at, like, 4. Uh, welcome to my life I mean, every I, goddamn day with a kid. Oh, dude. That was brutal the whole time. I felt like I was being Couldn't punished. That was like Thanksgiving. Hey, kind of. We ended up just kind of writing and stuff. You, you know, you, I, I, you don't sleep as good on the just sitting up in the seats, and so we, we just kind of wrote and stuff. But uh, yeah, I suppose. But I, I figure when someone else is driving, I can sleep in a passenger seat of a car easy. So. You know, train would be like a nice little relaxing chuka 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 chuka. Dude, all I could think is how much I hated Thanksgiving at that moment that I woke up. I was like, <laughs> many years ago, evil white people killed a bunch of indigenous people in this land, and now to repent their sins, I gotta do this bullshit as payment. We're even crazy horse. We are fucking even. There you go. Well, your your Lions won yesterday, so you can be happy. That's true. That was awesome, dude. That only happens a few times a season when the Lions actually win. And the Lions actually dominating a team like they did there, that's like solar eclipse type of fucking timetables, man. That doesn't and happen on that Thanksgiving, often. usually they get the Thanksgiving national audience to be an embarrassment. So Yeah, dude. It was, it, so there you go. It was awesome. Well, I turned off the Packer game in the third quarter because I knew where that was going, and I woke up this morning. I'm like, "Yep, yeah. I'm glad I did not watch that." Normally, the Lions storm. get carved up just like that goddamn turkey. Not this year, man. We pulled it around on them. Jake's Lions won. All right, kids, thanks for listening. JakeVeber.com, NathanTimmel.com, and keep in mind, I think this is the end of the month, so this will be the last posting on Podomatic, and then, well, I'm gonna, still going to post on Podomatic, but I'm going to ditch the iTunes feed, so. If you have not switched over to SoundCloud, you can find us on SoundCloud and keep listening there and look for the RSS feed on iTunes through SoundCloud or just the, the iTunes feed from Podomatic's going away after this episode. So starting December, first episode in December, no more second feed. All right, kids. Oh, oh by the way, Jake, uh, my wife did like your idea. She listened to that first part of the podcast and said, it'd be funny if we kept the other one and just played like ISIS propaganda and Hitler speeches on the Potomatic feed. Okay, let's, I don't remember saying it, but I, I, I like that idea. I like <laughs> my idea from last week. That's fucking A, man. Let's do it. There you go. All right, kids. Thanks for listening. Later. All right, very quickly, even though we signed off, if you are still listening, uh, anyone, episodes 49 through 51, that's the three-part series of Scientology with an ex-former kind of Scientologist. Episodes 49 through 51, go dig them up and you will hear uh, us talk about Scientology in depth.